Before we get started in this week's episode, I want to remind you to head over to youtube.com slash egofitness or just type in Robert Ego Anthony on his search bar and hit subscribe. I give you a new independent wrestling style vlog every single Monday. And while you're here, hit subscribe on the podcast, Potting with Ego. It helps boost numbers and gets the pod out to a lot of people that might not know it's there. Finally, the sponsor of the With Ego series, it is Good Note Clothing. That is Good Note CO, all one word over on Instagram. Go to them for all of your custom tie-dye clothing needs from hoodies, shirts, shorts, long comfy pants, everything you need when you're traveling on the road or just cuddling up with your loved one on the couch. Myself, Joe, Chico, and a lot of AEW athletes all rock Good Note clothing as well as you should and use code EGO to save yourself 15%. Now, let's get into the pod. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Anthony, you can just go fantastico in some circles. Apparently my podcast is becoming a bunch of reruns because now I have a lot of two-time guests. Uh, full disclosure, I have a couple guests lined up for next week. I just have to go meet with them because I am a sound snob and I don't want to do it over Zoom. So, welcome back to the Ego Basement, who complains about the mess in this basement, but it's cleaner than her closet, my wife, Chella Ortiz. (laughs) That was really rude. That's way too soft. Use your real voice when you're talking to this mic, please. My real voice is loud. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get a little bit louder, my friend. Okay. Well, I was yelling into the mic before we started, and you told me I could blow it out, so... So you see the spikes? You know the spike We're deal. We're going to go through the spike thing again. Yeah, because yes. you ain't going to be able to hear yourself. Okay, got it. Uh, Am I the top one? It, this is Thursday night. Podcast comes out in a few hours at midnight. Uh, in On my phone, I am texting, not texting, I'm DMing uh, Ryan Satin from Who? TMZ. The is guy that? with the wrestling t-shirts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is his name Satin? I don't yeah, know. Satin. Satin. I have no idea. Ryan Satin? Uh, we are DMing Why? about the giant Texas Hold'em poker controversy going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, legit history was made, Michelle. Mm-hmm. And I want to get your thoughts about it because you said something very hilarious upstairs. Don't make me talk. And No. No, you said something very hilarious. What? It was pretty good. So basically what happened for people that don't know poker was uh, they had a live stream. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in front of you, everyone. And this guy, Garrett, goes all in for $130,000. And this girl, Robbie, her name, Robbie, she calls the all-in with nothing, a jack high. And in poker, in that spot, you couldn't have called because you know you're beat. You literally can't beat anything but a bluff. And the way that that whole action happened... She just called, and she won. The guy looked, thought he got cheated, called her out for being cheated. They went into another room. People were arguing, fighting. Eventually, she said, if you come back to play the game, I will give you your money back. I don't want to ruin things. I don't care about this. And she gave him the money back. 
and he took it. Can he we talk? That's the worst he part. Took it. That's the worst part. And I think I was telling you there's a book, right? This is what I wanted you to say. Yeah, there's a book, and um, it's called Nice Girls Don't Get Rich. There's a whole line yep. about this. Nice Girls Don't Get Rich. There's another book called Nice Girls Don't Get the Sale. And this is why, because nice girls keep the peace, right? And this, you know, kind of loser of a man took yep. his money back. And damn well knowing yep. she won. Yes. Ladies, no. No, 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 no. No. I no. mean. And it, men, be be men. Here's the thing. If if that happened. He was being a, he was being a sore no, loser. No, no, no. If that exact thing happened at a private game, like in my house yeah. or somewhere else. You'd laugh there's so a, No, no. There's a 98% chance she cheated. You think so? Hundred percent. Yes. Oh. Well, you didn't tell me that. You just told me. I but but I'm, I'm saying this because it happened on a live stream. On this live stream, they can't have their cell phones on them. So that that's like a rule of it. Like Phil Ivy is the game's going on right now as we talk. Phil Ivy's there. A lot of guys are there. They can't have their cell phones with them because of that reason, right? It's on a thirty-minute delay, so people aren't texting you saying this person has this. There's no way you could find cheating could have happened signaling or something like that but it's very very difficult in this setting because it's live aired on youtube yeah oh so, so you're saying in your own basement it could have happened 100 percent. there's probably if this happened there. at harris casino if this happened uh somewhere at the bellagio not on live stream you could have your phone there's a 98 percent chance she cheated okay because it makes no sense why she did what she did and that was his initial thought was i got I, I got cheated. Like, there's no way this didn't make sense. You couldn't have done that, right? He's a professional. He plays on the stream all the time. He should have took it like a man, like you said. Yeah. But apparently, he made her give the money back. And now she's saying in the stream, she goes, "Our agreement was I give him one hundred and thirty thousand dollars back. He sits down and plays the game because I know I'll get that money back." He didn't sit down because there was a giant fight. Guys calling him out for making her give him the money, blah yeah, blah blah. There's he other took the guys money and left. Yeah. So, so now she thinks that she's going to get that money back. She ain't getting that money back. I'm okay. telling you that right now. Mm-hmm. So this is history. In two days, I guarantee you, the poker world is going to go nuts because she's going to yell that their agreement was she sits, he sits down. She's going to want that one thirty back. I hope she gets it back. She's acting like it means nothing, and I don't understand that. She's literally saying, I don't care about the money. I, I, I care about the game. I care about uh, having a good dynamic. And the players at the table were like, he's accusing you of cheating. Something you couldn't have done. I mean, you giving him money back makes no sense. Yeah. And she's trying to justify it. What do you say as a female um, in the house? <laughs> well, well- we play cards, right? Like I'm we do play also cards. A Texas Hold'em and you, player. You beat the shit out of guys at the cards. I do. Yep. Um, and people have, you know, they think a certain, they think a certain way when you go into the casino. We did it. You and yep. I we were playing. You put my name on the list. Didn't want to play. We sat down and right, like the second hand I got, I flopped a straight. Do you remember? No. And I played it super slow and super cool mm-hmm. and then forced it like all at the river, right? Like I put more money in yeah. and people started calling. They're yeah. like, she ain't got anything. Yeah. And then I flipped it. I was like, oh flopped a straight and people look at you as a woman like oh she does know what she's doing but they also kind of like i just lost to her you know it's almost like that not anymore when i first started it was like that in wrestling like when 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 a girl would uh be very good at it people would be like oh you're 
good at this. Like, I enjoyed that match. I, I enjoyed it. It's a weird society thing, which I hope our daughter doesn't have to grow up into. I hope so, Because things are changing, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't played at a casino since before we had children, right? So mm. we're going back eight years that you and I haven't. Well, I haven't played at a casino. Man, I but, can't remember you ever playing with us at the casino. <laughs> I really can't. You don't remember that? No, not at all. I don't remember sitting at a real poker table with you other than a home game. Yeah, that was fun. Um, was your brother but, with us? No, it was just me and you. Interesting. But um, when back then, I don't know about now, well, this is almost a decade ago, right? Yeah. When you sat down at the table... Um, someone who was like me, you know, like, I don't know, younger girl, yep. they just kind of rolled their eyes at you. And then you actually know what you're doing. You want to hear a poker story that involves wrestling? Yeah. So when I was in developmental, um, I, I played poker before I got signed, mm. right? It wasn't really good. I'm still not really good. But uh, I'm better. Played, played poker. I'm not getting better. I haven't played it forever. So <laughs> I'm better. I oh, said. sure. <laughs> You're talking too low. That's what it okay, is. Your sorry. spikes are not. Oh, God, uh, get over the spikes. Well, people are listening to this. They need to hear okay, what, what you have to say. So in developmental, we had a lot of downtime. So we ended up doing weekly poker games. It was Kofi, Tyrus, which I call Rilla. Kofi, Tyrus, Tyson Kidd, Keith Walker, myself, Afa Jr., and then stragglers here and there. And, like, Nova would show up and play when he was in town and, like, just random things like that. One time, a girl named Lacey Von Erich comes in. And uh, she's from a famous wrestling family. And she's like, I want to play. We're like, it's $20 to buy in. She buys in $20, goes in all in firsthand. And, like... I hope she won. No. Oh, come on now. <laughs> she, she's, she's all in, loses. I'm buying in again. We're like, uh, that's kind of not how we play. Like, once you lose, you're like done for the day. She's like, I'm buying in again. First hand, goes all in again, loses again. <laughs> we're like, oh, so it's the total opposite of what you said. But uh, I'll never forget that because people were like, do we invite her back just to take her money or no? We're like, wait, wait. Now I have questions. Who out of all the people you named, who is like the better poker player as someone's crying we have a babe uh, told ya. yeah turn that volume down i'm not gonna listen to that crying she'll go back to bed go get her no go get happening. her babe not happening um the better poker player all of us we all sucked um it could, was I, all be- luck. could i beat them yeah hmm. yeah we were all terrible it was just kind of the worst she's sitting up mm-hmm. let me see let me see the monitor. She's look, this she's is what looking. happens when you have kids. You try to podcast yeah. at 1043 at night. Don't that matter. monitor went off. Why don't I turn that back on? Hit the button. This is just amazing content, everyone. Uh, she is getting comfy, and she's laying down. We're good. Um, Children. So that's that. Um, Give me that. That's our little rundown of like life. Oh, she's kind of crying. We might have to pause. Oh, no. All right, we're going to pause. Hold on, everyone. I hate pausing. All right, so we're back. I hate pausing and doing whatever, but we have a daughter. She's little. She wakes up every night forever, but here we are. So that's kind of our little like drama of today, uh, at least in my world, the poker world, um, and I think it's going to be a big deal going forward, but let's talk about some fun stuff. Are you ready? Ready. No vlog on Monday. No vlog for the last three Mondays? No. Mm. Last week, 
was no vlog, baby. No, the week before that was the podcast video podcast of Joe and I with Chico. No, no, babe. It was the Chico That's... and Robert vlog. Chico and Robert. Oh no, it wasn't. It was you, the three. It wasn't the three of you. No, it wasn't. I didn't put the three of us out yet. Oh, it was Chico and Robert in video format. The one with the three of you is funny. The one with the three of us. I didn't put the video out yet. Yeah, I know. You should. I it's have funny. to do that. Yeah. Uh, I have to do that. And the full disclosure plan was to put out the video podcast. Get off your phone. And then the following week, we do the freelance vlog, right? But I'm sitting here with a bunch of stitches in my arm. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was, as I look at it. Look at uh, that. I was drained on Sunday. Yeah, you were. And I didn't have the energy to edit any more because I would have had to film some stuff for the podcast, video podcast. I didn't have any energy to do that. I didn't have the energy to rush the freelance vlog because there's some footage I want to film on Sunday uh, to add to it. But I'm sitting here with stitches in my arm. How do you feel about this? I'm sad. But. <laughs> You're Wolverine, like I always say that. Every take time me, you're hurt, take, you. Uh, no, don't take, make me, me relive the, the moment. Take me through the day. <sighs> okay, so I can never go to the shows because we have children, right? I'm watching yes. them. And uh, you finally get out there. And Olivia, is. she fell asleep in my arms a long time ago, but I'm just holding her and I'm watching the show, you know? Yeah. You finally get out there. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Got the baby in my arms. She's fast asleep. <laughs> Three seconds in, you flip, which is, I don't know how you flip that way. I even mm. said that. I'm like, how the hell does he flip? Like, just out of nowhere. Like, you're 6'4". Your entire body just flips. It's awesome. Sure. Anywho, um, that was three seconds after you walk out. And I'm like, this guy did not just leave us the whole night to work for three seconds. No way. What she's talking about is this amazing idea that I had. Yes. That technically has never been done first of all it was awesome oh yeah like when i know, seen that i was like wait this is not it there's gotta be more he has something up his sleeve i know it do you know people doubted me on that idea yes did i tell you that you did okay so i'll briefly talk about this i had this crazy idea that i wanted to get squashed and in our world that means get beat up without doing any moves and do a fake finish of a match and when I pitched this idea, a few people told me they didn't think it was going to work. And when Calvin Tegman clotheslines me, gives me his finish, and the one, two, three happens, that fucking crowd explodes. Um, I didn't tell anyone about this finish. Frank, freelance management, and that was, and obviously the guy was wrestling, and that was it. And the balcony where all the boys are at, I heard I, they all bought it. They all said, what the hell? You look at the people's faces like, what the hell? And, and as I'm selling on the ropes, as he's got the belt, Frank comes up to me, and Frank's trying to be a character. He's like, what's going on? Oh, my goodness. I look at him. I go, I'm a goddamn genius because I knew <laughs> I did it. I knew I did it. And when that referee comes down and he says, the bell never rang, that crowd got mad. And then my second idea was I was going to take an ass whooping and never bump him. But, and you didn't. And I got an ass whooping. Yeah. And I still won. That's one of the reasons, like, you you make me think you're really hurt all the time. I want to talk about that. Okay. I get scared. So I get to the locker room. I'm hurt. 
I'm bleeding. We'll backtrack. Chico's asking me about my head because apparently you and him thought I landed on my head. No, I didn't. Oh, well, Chico thought I landed on my head. Oh, I don't. Everyone I, thought I was fucked up. I text Joe after the match because. Crying. No, no, I wasn't crying. Mm-hmm. I was here. I didn't text Joe crying. Anyway, I go through the match. Okay, we're, so we're, we're not, not going to backtrack. Okay. We're, we're going to go back and then go forward. Okay. I go through the match and uh, I tell Calvin Takeman to gorilla press me over the guardrail. And as he gorilla presses me, he throws me. He's a big boy. And my arm hits this weird-ass triangle that is sticking out of the ring post. This might be the only ring in the world that has these fucking triangles sticking out of them. If that triangle wasn't there, I'd be fine. Yeah. But the triangle was there. Yeah. And my forearm goes into that triangle, and I fell off. And when I landed, it hurt so bad when you watch the tape, when you watch the vlog on Monday, because I'm going to do the freelance vlog on Monday. When you watch the vlog on Monday, you're going to see me squeeze and open my hand as I'm holding my forearm, because I'm making sure I didn't break my arm. That's how bad that hurt. I was like, did I break my arm? Did I break my arm? Did I break my arm? No. You see me go through the system checks. Then I look, and I go, oh, that's blood. And I put my finger, and it went in my arm. And I went, oh, no, it's in my arm. And then I had to run, like, I had to run the gamut of everyone. All right, ref, tell him, stop touching me. That was where, because at home, like, I saw the camera looked at you, and then when you went to put your finger in that hole in your arm, the camera goes up. And I'm like, okay, something's going on, because they're not showing that part, because it's, you know, not supposed to happen. And then when Perch comes to check on you, I can see him on camera go down to check on Mm -hmm. you. And then when Tankman comes over to get you and Perch waves him off, I was like, oh, something. There's something. He's checking himself right now because something happened to his arm. Yeah, there's a fan that I'm going to put this in the vlog. Give me some footage. Yeah, he got a good angle. He got a perfect angle. You see me going through all the systems, telling everyone what to do. Mm -hmm. And you see Calvin Tankman come up to me and you see me kick him in the chest. Mm -hmm. Like, get him away from me. But he was good too because he looked like he just walked away. You know, like he, yeah. But that's why when you're, when Joe was saying I was crying, I didn't know what was going on. And at home, like seeing that happen, that's Mm -hmm. why I was like, what the hell? But when I like, kept wrestling, did you know I was all right? Well, yeah, but mm. you still, from the beginning, like you said, you want to get squashed, basically. Sure. He, he's just flipping you over, and you're like, your legs are kind of dragging as you're hanging onto the ropes and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. did he hit his head? No. Is he really okay? Or is he selling, and he's really, really selling? And you did a great job, because here I am thinking my husband is hurt. And like I take inventory of you getting hit, right? Like, yeah. okay, arm, okay, head. Don't go into the guardrail. Oh, damn it. He went into the guardrail. There's back. Like, I just think that in my head. Sure. He picked you up at one point, and I have the baby in my arms, and I'm she's sleeping. And I go <laughs> out loud. I'm like, no. Like, I literally said, no. What thinking, did you do to you know, me when he picked me up? He picked you up. You did this thing where you look around. Oh, oh, oh the power bomb. Yeah, the and he, you grabbed for the one rope. Didn't get it. I'm like, oh, no. And Acting, then baby. I, I know, but it but it hurts me to that, see. That move, I think, why I have the bruise above my butt. I, which, yes. I was like, what? Yeah. That's that's a huge bruise, by the way. Huge. I have a huge bruise above my And my you didn't even crack. notice it until. Oh, I can't even feel it. Yeah. It looks gross. Yeah. So uh, I'm bleeding, and I got a hole in my arm, and I said, we got to go home. We got to get out of here. So we do the match, it's over, and then usually after every freelance show, Frank and I do a little whatever on the microphone. 
and I'm laying on the ground. I roll out of the ring. He's like, get up, get up, get up. Let's do our thing. I'm like, oh, you got this one today. Like, hold the belt up. I'm staying right here. Take my tape off. Check. I'm not bleeding anymore. Okay, I'm all right. I got to get out of here. Go straight upstairs. As soon as I go upstairs, Chico's like, you got a million missed calls. Blah, blah, blah. They clean me up real fast. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to the doctor. They bandage me up. I call you as I'm getting bandaged up. You're freaking out. Uh, Joe's laughing at me. And uh, they asked me to cut a promo before I leave. And I'm like, Frank, you got this one. I'm, I got to get out of here. It's like I just wrestled with this dirty mat. Uh, I put my finger in this thing. Kept wrestling more. I'm afraid of MRSA. I'm afraid of getting an infection. I need to leave now. So I packed all my shit. Uh, Chico helped me pack all my shit up. Grabbed it. I left. As I'm leaving, I'm like, Chico, go get the title. So Chico has the title. I left it with him. He's the Chico champ. Chico is the freelance Chico champion. Champ. Uh, I get in the car, drive. I was going to go to a hospital that was closer to our house because I went there when I busted my ear off when I had to get stitches in my ear. But then I was like, I'm going to go to a nice neighborhood because I figured the wait time would be lower. And so I went to Hinsdale and got yeah. in and out. Not a ton of wrestlers going there. None. <laughs> I was driving by million dollar houses, like going like what the hell. Uh, but I uh, in and out about an hour or so, mm-hmm. and uh, I filmed and vlogged the whole thing, and uh, then I stopped where on my way home. I don't know. All I, I remember calling you, and I'm like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "I hear you in the background. Can I get like a moon over my hammy or whatever?" No, that's not. Exactly what did you order? Uh, lumberjack slam. Lumberjack slam. I went to Denny's by that's myself because I was starving. You were starving. And this one over here is going. How late do you plan on sleeping in? Listen, I don't talk like that. And whenever you do a girl voice, that's what you do. So stop because you sound stupid. Stop. I'm saying it right now. Every time. Yeah. So I got stitches in my arm. She was super worried about me. I was. This is the. But I was. So I text Joe because I'm like, hey, Joe, yeah. the camera went off on, on IWTV and I just see Frank holding the belt and I don't yeah, see Rob and I feel like something's wrong. Can you check on him for me? And he As goes, I'm calling. not there. Let me call Chico. And so three minutes later, he calls me. I texted him and he called me and he told me that you're okay. Nothing's wrong with his head. Uh, he's bleeding his arm, but that's it. Everything's all good. He's talking to Chico now. And I was like, oh my God, I was freaking scared. And yep. like, I sounded like I was crying. He goes, are you crying? I was you like, well, crying. yeah, I just got nervous, but I'm not bawling. Like, you're fine. I'm just worried. And he's like, stop crying, you weirdo. It's going to be okay. And I'm like, I know. Thanks for checking. And But yeah, I didn't call him crying like, oh my God. Like, no. Ironically, in 22 years, this is the second time, knock on wood, I've ever gotten stitches. That's exactly what I thought. I went through that glass, never got any stitches, fell off the cage of death, never got any stitches, stabbed in the head with the skewers from Masada, oh my God, never so got gross, any stitches, so gross. bled half the blood out of my body with Kylie Ray, never got any stitches. Uh, the table when Joey went off the goalpost, never got any stitches. When Joey I, went off the goalpost and jumped on Frank the Clown. Oh, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Oh, my God. When just Frank the Clown was on that table. <laughs> You're making me not say some bad words right now. <laughs> I I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. Don't say anything. Uh, Keep going. What else did you not get stitches for? I don't know. You made me lose my train of thought. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, a bunch of crap. Never got stitches. The two times I got stitches was I got punched in the ear with a guy wearing a ring. and it, Amateur, that, though. That little, like, I forgot what it's called, something real weird. That little, like, bump right before you could 
put your finger in your ear got cut so they had to give me a bunch of stitches in that i was so mad and then this damn ass triangle sticking out of the ring who makes a ring like that <laughs> merle is hillbilly ass ring oh i don't know who that is but merle rents a ring and he gave i hate that ring i'd never want that ring ever again so yeah i got i got stitches in my in my forearm man and i'm not too happy about it they look okay it's fine yeah it's a forearm could have been worse mm-hmm. could have been impaled yeah, I I got nervous for that. I actually thought you might have sliced your arm on something there, yep. and it was going to be way worse than. I mean, that hole is pretty deep, but I thought it was going to be worse than that. So. I, I think the takeaway for the listeners of this, because we're just talking to each other, yeah, and I never talked to you this long in my life because you, you know, I'm just joking. Wow. So. <laughs> but we're having a That's good conversation, rude. so it's good. Sure. Uh, therapeutic, I guess. Um, I think the takeaway from this. Because a lot of wrestlers listen to this vlog. Mm-hmm. Not mine. Uh, podcast. A lot of wrestlers <laughs> listen to this podcast, as well as people in our little bitty community. But when things go wrong, <clears throat> like getting a hole in your freaking arm, you can't panic. And you have to have the mindset to direct traffic the way I did. I told the ref what to do. I told Frank what to do. And I told the ref to tell Tankman what to do. Leave me alone. Let me figure this out, and then we're going to go from there, right? And I think a rookie would have freaked out, probably did something they shouldn't have done um, for the sake of the business, right? They're always saying, like, finish the match. Sometimes it's okay not to finish the match, but our business, you finish the match. So I looked at it, put my finger in it. Realized I could get through this, no broken bones. I knew right away I was getting stitches. I was like, I'm, I have to get stitches. It's too deep. I have two more minutes left of this match. I can do it, right? When you're wrestling for someone like Ian Rotten back in the day, I got a staph infection in my forearm from his ring. And it's, uh, I got one contact in right now, but I can't see it. Man, is it the same elbow, same forearm? It might be the same form. I got those damn stitches in. And I got a staph infection, and the doctor had to cut it open and pus drain it out of it or whatever. Same Gross. spot, too. So, like, when you wrestle in these, like, sketchy rings, luckily Freelance has their own canvas, and it's not getting bled on and all that kind of stuff. But when you're at a deathmatch company like Ian's or whatever, you're going to get something. And you got to take care of it quickly, right? So when I got to the back, there was no hanging out. There was no cutting promos. There was no goofing around you pack up and go get it cleaned because if you don't did the canvases get washed i always meant to ask you that merle washes like, his canvas the guy that runs his rings he, yeah. he posts every now and again that he airs them out and he's washing like i feel like you have to they don't get cleaned as much as you think oh my god not every match not every show that's that's gross actually. the death matches ones i would hope they do right the glass they get swept and whatever but blood stains sometimes they dry them out and air them out no they need to oxy clean that stuff every match, you can't honestly. put a canvas in a washing machine no but you know it's you like can, a power washer, you can hose you know? them down yeah i don't know so what do you think about all this injury stuff um just like when i met you i said you're wolverine i do think you're healing up pretty quick yeah I just want you to be careful in your old man age. You're telling me. You got me thrown (laughs) off by that stupid goalpost. I'm sorry. If I may say, you did say say that. You did say that Tankman was very good. He's great. Yeah. And Mr. Tankman, thank you so much. (laughs) 
You made <laughs> you, <laughs> you made the match enjoyable, and I was really believing you were hurting him, bro. Really that crowd, bad. I watched that opening of that match. Some so some many guy times. like jumps oh, like a lot. Of ju- jump, it was very cool. Jumping to see. out of the seat. I just I'm love genius. your flip. I just watched I'm it over genius. and over. Uh, I'll give a little spoiler alert, right? So the underground freelance underground show is the twenty something. I'm gonna go to that one. Yeah, Juliet. I'm bringing kids. Tankman is wrestling Joe. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Joe asked me how Tankman was, and I said he's light as a feather. And, and you said that's a compliment, right? Oh, it's, like that's he's a good. Great. Tankman's yeah. great. And I go, Joe, if Tankman beats your ass, <laughs> that means he hates you, because he took care of me, and I and I loved it. And so I'm anxious to see if Joe gets his ass whooped by Tankman because they had a uh, promo exchange and Tankman said some mean things about him on the mic and he started swearing and stuff and they were like, Tankman, why, he gets to the back, like, why did you say all those things? You're not supposed to swear. It's a family show. He's like, you put me in a ring with a guy that could talk. What do you expect me to do? And I was like, oh man, those two are gonna fight. It's gonna be a good, it'll be a good show. Yeah, I know. I have a busy October. It's going to be the There's farm, a lot happening. The farm show. Um, I might be training the kids on the 15th. I don't know. Probably not. But sprinklers are getting turned off on the 15th. <laughs> and the, you better be home because I'm not doing that. Uh, October 28th. I'm going to Milwaukee. That's a Friday. I'm busy. I'm going to take the day off of work because <laughs> I have to make it out there. <laughs> and then you know, then we got Halloween, and then things will start slowing down once we get into the holidays and stuff like that. But that's what's going on in my life. Cut my forearm open; it's gross. The vlog will be there. I've vlogged the whole thing: me being at the hospital, the the lady cleaning it out, me getting a tetanus shot, the doctor breaking the suture. Hopefully, it's still in my arm, so I can sue them. Uh, joking, <laughs> not joking, J.K. I hope it's not in your arm. I don't I want hope you to the be suture's sick. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, all that kind of stuff. Oh, this reminds me. So I wanted to tell you something. My. So listener of the podcast, Machine. You know Machine. Yes. Machine. Yeah, he's so nice. He listens to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Haven't seen him in a long time. You, you know, you... It's been since like Blitz way back when. Yeah. That I... Here's the thing with wrestling. It's yeah. like the friendships that you have, they're friends for life, but then you go into spurts where you don't see people. Yeah. You just go yourself That's away. just life. Sure. So I, Stitches, me, got Stitches in my knee back in the day. This is like 03 because I kneeled on a weight at Tony Rican's house. Why would you do that? I fell on it. Oh. And my knee went into it, into the threading of it. So I had to get Stitches. So my home company, PCW, wouldn't let me wrestle. So I had to go to the show and watch the show. And I was like, man, this sucks. So I'm watching Machine wrestle. And we use these bungee hooks back in the day to hold down the canvas. Machine falls out of the ring, and the bungee hook goes into his arm, and he's hanging from it, and he can't get out. So he stands up, pulls himself off of it, and the flap of skin <gasps> Stop. is I can't. down to his elbow Stop. from his tricep. So I follow him to the bathroom with a oh pen. Gosh. Okay? Babe. He shows me his arm. And it looks like little rectangles of muscle, like rectangles, like these little rectangles all over his tricep. I'm like, that's wild. So I take the pen and flip the skin up on his arm and tie it off with a dirty T-shirt because that's all we had because it's hanging off. He goes to the hospital. They stitch him up. And 
couple months later, they go check on him. They left a tube in <gasps> his arm. No. They left a tube. Wait, how did they find that? Find it out that they left the tube? I like, did you give him an X-ray or I like? Think I, after they got the stitches out, and, yeah, and he was touching it and it was like feeling messed up or something. <gasps> like, I can't remember the whole story, but I remember him going, "Look, feel this." And we touched it. There was a tube left in his arm. Did they take it out then? I did. He do some type of like suing a doctor? Man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna say he did not sue them. He did not sue them because if he did, I think I would remember if he got money. And he'll he'll let me know when he listens to this. You should have him on here. Uh, I'm gonna get a lot of my old friends on this, and we're gonna tell a lot of stories. I got some stuff lined up. I'm finishing the Chicago Wrestling History series. Okay. So there's someone that's gonna come over next week. Uh, We're gonna film that. Can't tell you. you No spoilers. And then I got a guy that I got to go to him. I just got to find the time to go over there. Uh, so I'm finishing the history of Chicago wrestling soon. Uh, so people are coming over. But once I finish that, then I'm going to try to get with my old friends and tell stories. And half of them, they're not going to be able to say the certain stories. But it'll be there. So <laughs> you're giving me blinky eye emoji thing. I'll give you a, I'll no, give you a teaser. You're talking so about. we're talking about machine. One of my favorite machine stories ever. My, I have a few. Do you want to hear? I'll let you pick because I'm only going to tell one of the stories. Okay. Do you want to hear about the car ride to Indiana, or do you want to hear about the fake robbery in his apartment? <laughs> I want to hear about a fake robbery. <laughs> do you want to hear about the fake robbery? Yeah. In his I only know one other robbery story, and who was it with? Scotty Vortex and a <laughs> Taco Bell. Or oh something. my goodness! <laughs> All right, so I'll tell the fake robbery story, and then I'll leave the <laughs> car ride to Indiana story for when I podcast a machine. Yeah. Okay. So. Me and my friend Brian left Machine's apartment for some reason to do something. But we were coming back. As we leave, there was this six foot eight, long haired Mexican guy outside the apartment complex. And I we're like, Who are you? And he's like, I'm blah, 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 blah. I don't know why we asked him who he was. It was some reason. We're like, who are you? I'm blah blah blah. I'm friends with this person, and they knew Machine. Mm-hmm. He was going to the apartment. And we're like, does anyone know you're coming? He's like, no. Like, I'm just, this one person knows I'm coming, blah, blah. So no one knew him, mm-hmm. right? Nobody really knew who he was. And we go, do you want to do something fun with us? He's like, what? I'm like, we left the door open. Do you want to go in there and kick the door open and say, this is a robbery. Give me all your money right now. Get on the floor. I'm going to kill all you guys. Because he looks scary. He looks scary. He looks scary. He goes, yep, yes, I do want to do that. And I was like, yes. So we go back into the apartment. Me and Brian are hiding around the corner. The guy psyching himself up, psyching himself up. Kicks the door open. Like 300 from the movie 300, kicking the guy down the hole. Boom, kicks the door open. Guy walks in. He goes, get on the ground. I want all your money. I'm going to fucking kill all of you. <laughs> We're laughing. And everyone's like, Oh shit! Because he's six foot seven, long hair, dark, like mean looking. Like if you went to a heavy metal concert, right, and you envision what a long haired metal guy would look like, that's what he looked like. It was just like this intimidating sight. He was big. He wasn't like skinny six seven, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck." And then you could hear everyone just freeze and not move because they don't know what to do. And then me and Brian are dying laughing. And 
And someone goes, Rob, Brian, are you over there? We're like, oh, fuck. So we came around the, the corner and then we all just started laughing. But it was one, Dude. Of the, one of the best stories ever. Why do you make people do things It's one like of those that. things you had to be there. <laughs> now that I told the story, everyone kind of like, uh, that's kind of like whatever. But it's probably sure, one of my favorites. I'm sure it was hilarious, babe. I'll tell you one more. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know what? I got to pay this off. I got to pay this off. So uh, somehow we got a hold of a paintball gun. And this paintball gun was infamous. It's a part of the Indiana road trip story that I won't tell because that's a really good one. And I'll save that for Machine because he was there. But uh, we had a paintball gun and we ended up opening up Machine's sliding glass door to his apartment Uh and just shooting everything. Just shooting him, shooting the walls, blah, 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 blah. Just lightening his whole apartment up with paintballs (laughs) for no reason. That's what we used to do. Yeah, not funny. Yeah. Mm. I think it's hilarious. (laughs) See, you have no fun stories like that because, you know, you just... This podcast isn't about me. It's about you and wrestling. I'm super sorry. It's about other things too, right? (laughs) So, uh, Machine, I know you're listening. We'll tell all those stories all the time. Hello. Yeah. He's got a kid. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. A little boy. Aww. So, yeah, that's that. Got the forearm messed up. Look out for that vlog on Monday. I get the stitches out on Sunday. I'm going to have my dad do it. It's and Monday, October 3rd, right? Uh, You're going to have a vlog out? That's, that's Mean Girls fourth. Day. That's the 4th. What? Isn't the 2nd Saturday? No. I don't know. But I'm going to have my dad get my stitches out on the Sunday, so I'll film that for the ending of it. Can I film you guys together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. would you like to film do us that, taking actually. It out. And then uh, be on the lookout for that. Um Excellent piece of content. Hopefully, yeah. it comes out October third. October third is Monday. Monday. Yes, Perfect. Mean Mean Girls Day. Excellent. And then uh, this for those that know, stop with the Mean Girls thing. It's what? it's whatever. It's a show. Is huh? it the Lindsay Lohan one? Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah, who cares? It, it's a. That's funny. They call it Mean Girls Day. Why? It, in uh, in the movie, they mention October third, and it's October third on Monday. So for what reason do they mention? October because 3rd? she has a crush on the guy, and she goes, "I asked him what day it was, and he said October 3rd. You had to be there, okay, babe? I don't think anyone cares about Mean Girls. You're the one making me talk about it. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. So that's what's going on in my world. That's the new hot topic of conversation. Uh, the poker bullshit, hole in my arm, this one crying. I wasn't. God. <laughs> Joe, I saw him say that on Twitter. Your wife you called me crying. crying. Uh, no, oh I texted you and I said, can you check on the man? And he called me and I was like, oh, okay, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. So I filmed all that. That's how we got to the story where the guy broke the suture. I filmed that. Filmed me getting a tetanus shot. And uh, then I'll film me taking the stitches out. So it should be interesting. It is what it is. But yeah, man. Um, I figured this would just be a fun little whatever. Me and you talking and then... I was hoping you'd give me some comedy gold about you crying about my forearm, but you didn't care. Uh, no, you you were kind of like brushing my story off. I had to tell it quickly. What's your story? That I just told it to you quickly. Oh, but my God. I wasn't really crying. I was just like kind of sad. Joe told it. me you cried. Yes, I sounded like I was crying. Yes, I was sad. But when he says that I called him crying, no, I never called him. I texted him and I said, hey, can you check on him? I think something's wrong. My stomach hurts in so many words. <laughs> Blah. All right. Well, quick podcast today. 40 minutes. Not too bad. No. And what else you got for me? What did you say? What else you got? 
I actually don't have anything. Mm. I, f- I figured this would kind of be it unless you want to say something. No. You're good? I think I am. All right. So make sure everyone, uh, next week, Potting with Ego, hopefully I'll have the guest. I don't want to spoil it. I want it to be a surprise. Uh, I want to know. For the Chicago, you don't even know who this person is. Oh. Uh, for the Chicago History Vlog or podcast or whatever. And then uh, Robert Ego Anthony in a search bar on YouTube.com. Hit subscribe. I'm at 2,210 2, followers on YouTube. Are you? I am. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2,210, I believe. And uh, check out the freelance vlog on Monday, <laughs> Mean Girls Day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you happy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what you should bring to the house? What? You should have the clowns over. Who? The the Yabos. Yabo and Ruffo. So they could like do hmm. a thing. I think it'd be cool. It'd be really cool for like. Not in gimmick. You to film. Why? Because then they get popcorn all over the ground and I'm not about that life. Well, can you tell them to not throw popcorn everywhere? No. <laughs> no, I can't. Wow. That is an amazing idea actually. Mm-hmm. Get to get Yabo on the podcast. Yeah. He's got some stories, man. Yeah. I'm sure he does. He wants to throw a full beer can at Eric Cannon's face. Unopened beer can. From the crowd. Why? I won't ask why. I don't, you made a face. I don't. An unopened. Bro, it was at Freelance, too. Yabo was in the crowd drinking. Eric Cannon was in the ring. Yabo just took an unopened PBR, whipped it, hit Eric Cannon square in the face. Does he know it was him that threw it? Everyone or? knows. Yes. Everyone oh my knows. Oh. See, I'm giving spoilers for drama podcasts later. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to no, ruin it's great. anything. No, you made me remember it. I forgot about it. <laughs> Eric Cannon deserved that shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You didn't deserve That's it. That's not nice, baby. All right. Good note, CO. All one word over at Instagram. Use code EGO to save yourself 15%. And YouTube.com slash Ego Fitness or Robert Ego Anthony in search bar. Hit subscribe. Good for note more stuff content. is super soft, by the way. You don't even wear your hoodie, so what? stop yourself. No, it is. I washed su- it for you, too. I know. Thank you. But it's so soft. Order or your uh, one size up because it does fit snug. Don't forget that. Don't forget. Yeah, don't forget Order that. Order up. So uh, thank you guys for spending uh, 41 minutes of your Friday with us. And I should be back on the, on the special guests coming up soon because. Um, I'm good to go. Yeah. Right? I'm not tired anymore and everything's great. Um, goodbye. Bye. Bye.